Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. I'm Noah Strackbine here every single Monday through Friday. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And apparently defense no longer wins championships. That's all I heard yesterday after Mika Fitzpatrick signed a record breaking contract with the Steelers, keeping them in Pittsburgh for the next five years. But one voice, Colin Coward doesn't believe that the Steelers' standard remains the standard. Why? Because they're paying defensive players while their defense is struggling, while their offense is struggling more. But the last time I checked, Pittsburgh Steelers' defense wins championships. But that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is, if his theory is correct, if offense needs to win the Steelers' games this season— There's three keys that they need to pull off in order to win. Obviously, the first one is Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph. Let's call it Mitchell Trubisky. Right now, he looks like the guy for the Steelers. He seems to be well ahead of anybody else in the quarterback competition. And frankly, he's the only guy that has a proving record to say, hey, I could get a team to the playoffs. So you have to trust that he's the starter week one as of right now at least. He's the biggest key. Kind of. I think the third key is the biggest key, but we'll get there. Mitch's success or ability not to lose games and at times win games is going to determine how well the Pittsburgh Steelers do in 2022. They could turn out to be a nine and eight football team with a quarterback who could only not lose games or They could turn out to be an 11 or 12 win football team with a quarterback who wins games. That's what Ben Roethlisberger did best through his entire career was win games. You got to a moment where the game was on the line and Ben Roethlisberger had the ball in his hands and nine times out of 10, he was going to pull that off. Mitchell Trubisky needs to do that from time to time. Does he need to do it every single week? No. Does he need to do it more than a dozen times in a season? Hopefully not. And if you're paying the defense as much as you're paying the defense and you expect the defense to perform at a level that it performed at, say, 2019, then the offense really shouldn't ever have to win you games. It should just not lose you games. I think that's capable. But Mitchell Trubisky needs to prove that he's capable of doing that. What we've seen in the past is that he is. People seem to forget that Mitchell Trubisky has a winning record in the NFL, that Matt Nagy is one of the worst coaches we've seen in the last 10 years, and he took that team, a Matt Nagy-coached team, to the playoffs, finished with an 11-3 record that season. 
that's a guy that has proven, hey, well, look at I can work with nothing and pull something off. 24 to 12 touchdown to interception ratio that season. And yeah, that's a long time ago. Things change. Players change. Their ability to win changes. But if that's what we're banking on, if that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking at and saying, well, they got to pull this off with Mitchell Trubisky, and that's the resume we're judging. Well, that's one to feel pretty good about, especially with a team that's developing, a team that's ready and doesn't have a superstar quarterback, but needs something pretty close. That's not bad. That's not bad. Number two, we know all about the wide receivers. We know all about Pat Fryermuth and Zach Gentry, and we know all about Najee Harris. But Najee's ability to turn this team around is going to be key. The Steelers are no longer a passing team. They are a Najee Harris-led offense looking to dominate on the ground. He can't have a workload that he had last season. You can't hand him the ball 400 times. He can't get hurt, which goes hand-in-hand with handing the ball 400 times. But Najee Harris needs to be the freak that everybody believes he can be, that he showed at times last season. There were a lot of times where last year you watched Najee run the ball and you said he shouldn't have got five yards there, but he got five yards. Now it needs to be maybe he shouldn't have got 40 yards there, but he got 40 yards. He shouldn't have broke that one off for a touchdown, but he did. Najee needs to be elite. He needs to meet every expectation. And right now, those expectations are crazy high. Sports Illustrated put him into their top 100 bold predictions of 2022 and said that he's going to lead the league in rushing. And if the Steelers want to succeed as well as they want to succeed, if the Steelers truly want a shot in the playoffs and further this season, Najee needs to do that. He needs to be the guy that controls this offense front to back at every level. He needs to be the star that they could count on to make the defense focus on him. Then guys like Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens, Calvin Austin, Gunner, and Mitchell Trubisky, Pat Fryermuth, Zach Gentry included, can shine. But not until then are the rest of them going to have the season where everything meets its potential. Because it starts with Najee Harris. And the Steelers made that very clear. We're going to take away from Najee Harris's workload, but at the same time, we're not going to do anything to take away from who's on the field. Najee's still our guy. He's our only guy. We're going to make sure he doesn't get his beat up this season, but he needs to lead this offense. That's key for the Steelers. And finally, the offensive line, obviously. But more specifically, the fact that the offensive line actually has something going on right now. This is the first time in two years, and I know that's not a super long time, but it's the first time in two years where the offensive line you look at and go, look, I don't know what to expect. And truthfully, your expectations should be the same that they were in January. Nothing about this offensive line has changed yet. Kevin Dotson remains a giant question mark. Kendrick Green's fighting for a starting job. 
Mason Cole is very hit or miss at center, and we don't know what to expect from him. James Daniels is the same thing. Nobody trusted Chooksakora for last season, so that should not change yet. And Dan Moore Jr. is still a second-round left tackle or a second-year left tackle who was a fourth-round pick a year ago. Nobody should be very excited about this offensive line. That being said, people should look at the offensive line and say, there's something there. We don't know what that something is yet. We'll learn it in training camp. We'll learn it more in the preseason. And then when week one kicks off, we'll really see whether it's the real deal or not, because Cincinnati is going to bring everything they have. There's no way you're walking in to John Paul Stadium or Paul Brown Stadium, excuse me, and hanging a banner and saying we're giving 50% effort against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that we beat twice last season. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to walk in, host the Steelers, and give it everything they got, especially on defense. They're out to prove we're just going to get better. People are not talking about us. That's because they got nothing to talk about. We're just as good. Week one's when we'll really see it, whether or not this offensive line is for real or not. But like I said, there's stuff happening. James Daniels is a promising young player. Very promising. And the fact that everybody immediately said this guy walked in and became a leader, huge. Huge for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kevin Dotson has had potential his entire career and just can't stay healthy. It's year three. He says he feels great. He says he's worked all offseason on mobility and strength in his ankles. If he could stay healthy, there's got to be some upside there. There's got to be something there because we've seen glimpses of it and then he gets hurt. Chooks, I don't know what to make of Chooks. Chooks has been a guy that has stayed pretty consistent for the last two years. The problem is, is that consistency wouldn't have won him a job over Zach Banner. And that's the benchmark that we should keep. He wouldn't have won a job over Zach Banner. He's just the starting left or right tackle because he's got a lot of upside physically. That needs to happen now in year five. Without a question. But we don't know what that is going to be. And finally, Dan Moore. The best analysis I've ever gotten about Dan Moore from a scout is he's probably the fourth best player on your offensive line. That's his ceiling. Heck, every team needs a fourth best offensive lineman. The issue is, do you want your left tackle to be that fourth left best offensive lineman? I don't know about that one. That doesn't mean that can't be where he goes. That's just where he is right now. And truthfully, he surprised a lot of people as a rookie. Maybe he surprises even more people as a sophomore. But it's still an eh. And then Kendrick Green seems like a solid swing guard. Somebody that has a mean streak. And people didn't like him at center, but that wasn't his position. He didn't play center. He didn't know how to play center. So why are we judging him off of one year that was really rough at a position that he's never played before as a third string or as a third round draft pick? 
third round draft picks don't play as rookies most of the time, especially not at a new position. Kendrick Green was thrust into something he wasn't prepared for. Struggled. Doesn't mean his career is over. By no means. And then Mason Cole, I don't know what to make of Mason Cole. But all I know is that if he's a true center, the Pittsburgh Steelers immediately got better. Because they needed one so bad. So bad. In my opinion, defense wins championships. We've seen that time and time again. That never seems to change. But if there's people out there saying Minka Fitzpatrick didn't deserve this money because the offense is struggling. Maybe we should look at the pieces of the offense that need to take it up a notch for in order for this offense to stop struggling. Those are three of them. And don't take that as Najee needs to take it up a notch. Najee just needs to become an elite superstar. He's got all the capabilities of doing so. Besides that, when the season strikes and teams aren't scoring more than 21 points on the Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe we could rehash what side of the ball wins championships.